0: Chapter 1. Chance. My father rode the winner of the Melbourne Cup in 1949. Bill Fellows and Fox Army strode home easily, a few lengths ahead of the field. Things looked good for the family, which at that point consisted of my father, my mother, four-year-old Gary and two-year-old Gail. I was to follow in 1953. But the future of the Fellows family began to collapse before I had even entered it. Six months after my father's victory, Gail died of a bowel complication. My father never really recovered. He lost interest in competing and, by all accounts, seemed to surrender his spirit. I remember him as a fairly happy person, but I was always aware of a certain sorrowfulness underneath, a discomfort from which he didn't seem to want to escape. Nevertheless, he continued working with racehorses and became a very sought-after trainer, Naturally, I spent a lot of my youth around him, at the training sessions and the racetrack. I used to love going to the track with my father. I knew he was an important figure, and I enjoyed being a part of the action. It was at the track where I developed my interest in punting. Like every punter, I loved winning, but I also loved the thrill that came from knowing that I was always close to a catastrophic loss. This compulsion continued until... Thirty years after my father, my picture appeared in the papers too. But I'm not raising a trophy or being congratulated by anyone. I'm cowering behind my own hand as 8.5 kilograms of heroin are displayed on a table in front of me. The story of how I came to be in this picture is a labyrinth of chance meetings and bad decisions. As I have told you, I have always been drawn to a game where a degree of chance is involved... But I believe my turning point, the crossroads where I veered towards my fate, came to me while I was working in a bar in Wynyard, deep in Sydney's central business district. It was here that I met Richard, a guy who drank in the bar who also seemed to be doing a good deal of SP bookmaking work. One night he called me over and asked me a favour. He said he was holding a bit too much money for comfort and asked if I would please slip around to the TAB to place $500 for him. I was not alarmed at this. Through my experience at racetracks, bookmakers were a shady breed who rarely did harm to anyone except themselves or those who owed them money. I began to run these errands for him regularly. My employer didn't seem to mind. He'd seen his share of murky behaviour and accepted it as life in public bars. After a while, Richard and I became good friends. We drank together after hours and got on well. We also shared the same birth date, September the 13th. One night at the bar, Richard asked me if I was interested in a bit of adventure. He said he had a sensational contact who could get us some hashish very cheaply. All we had to do, he said, was travel to India and return to sell the hashish for a sizeable profit. Until this point, at the age of 21, drugs had played no part in my life. I honestly had no idea what most drugs looked like. They were indulged in by people far from my world and I just wasn't interested. I'd heard a few stories during my time as an apprentice hairdresser working in the toffee Sydney suburb of Double Bay. Just the usual high-flying tales of indulgence. The question of where these drugs came from had never occurred to me and the idea that I was close to the traffic or capable of entering it or that drugs would change the shape of my life forever, was just unthinkable. Four years prior to this night, at the age of eighteen, I had attempted to smoke a cigarette. The room began to spin as if it were mounted on some big wheel, and I was sick before the fag had burned down. This, as unbelievable as it may sound, had been my only experience with drugs before Richard's India proposal. Nevertheless, I listened, as Richard explained to me, that he could get hash for $50 a pound. This meant very little to me as I had no idea of the street value of hashish, but I told him I'd think about it and get back to him soon. Later that week, I was at a nightclub in the city and ran into a few friends I had known.